Welcome back to another Untitled Tribeca review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Hey, Matt, how are you? Eric, uh, our Italian week continues. We uh, just posted our review of Disney Pixar's Luca, uh, and now the second most authentically Italian movie we've seen this week. Taking place in New York. Yeah, (laughs) we are reviewing Adam Leon's Italian Studies, uh, playing at the 2021 Tribeca Film Festival, which Eric and I are covering over the next couple weeks or so. Um, it is uh, starring Vanessa Kirby. Um, Maya Hawk shows up for two scenes. Uh, Fred Hershinger, who you uh, we just reviewed in The Woman in the Window, Great is in one is in one scene. <laughs> uh, but then it also stars uh, Simon uh, Brickner, Annika Walston, uh, Annabelle Hoffman, and uh, some other a lot um, of. Uh sort of new talent and non-actors and i think a lot of people when watching this the way that this movie is put together will maybe be reminded a little bit of you know kids except it's less cringy or you know movies by speaking of kids like harmony corinne or even more recently sean baker where like it's this combination of or even non-actors you know like non-actors and a sort of a more accomplished name sort of at the center of the story yeah uh adam leon directed a movie called tramps which is on which netflix know. Yeah, yeah which is from 2016 um and a score by nicholas Bertel, which i didn't realize until after and um, it's actually really good that score yeah. i think uh is one of the strongest elements of this movie along with vanessa kirby just kind of being the perfect kind of casting in terms of being a hypnotic yeah exactly lead to kind of be your guide on this weird sort exact of word i was gonna experimental use. but also very esoteric journey through the city streets of new york and that's yeah. essentially what the movie is you know yeah. you have this this woman who may or may not be a author who is also amnesic and she is basically wandering uh the the streets but you also kind of get the idea that this is taking place from the fragments of her memory or the idea that you know she's trying to recall the past and Mm. within that you're getting this weird sort of subplot of her interviewing teens um to inspire her for her next book which she thinks that she may or may not have wrote um, one of the kids, uh, Simon, who you already mentioned, uh, she kind of befriends and sort of has a, a connection with who, when we first meet, is literally raw dogging it with buying hot dogs <laughs> and not putting anything what on them. What a horrible say. I know, but it's true. Yeah. Um, I thought it was appropriate because of, of you know, the, the... His gluten allergy and having Yeah, and no also toppings. not putting anything on them. Yeah. And he's trying to sell them as well, which is the, one of the there was weirdest credit cards. There was a credit card minimum, so he yeah. had to buy more hot dogs, yes. Yeah, and so he... he and know, it he, comes this... Bef- I called it before bedtime because we joked about them being teens but like her exploring not exploring but wandering around new york talking to this this teenager yeah at um, night and you know like when the city is obviously still very much awake but but also i think that that term that phrase works really well with the best way to watch this movie or the way that this film actually benefits from the format of this year's festival being digital is that you have more patience with something like this, which even though is, you know, 
what 79 minutes 70 or it says 81 here but i believe it was 79 yeah 79 minutes 80 minutes max and it feels like a short film expanded to feature length but not necessarily sort of adding anything really all that interesting even though it can be um again entrancing at times yeah it can be mesmerizing at times and i i found myself really enjoying it for the almost like the first half of the movie like um i liked it's it's not quite four by three but it's not quite you know uh classic 185 aspect ratio it's kind of that that more boxy cinematography um obviously nicholas patel's score is great when it comes in and i just love movies about new york because it is such an amazing city and um well, it's pre-pandemic it's a, New York as well, right? So it's yeah, almost like it's nostalgic you're vicariously sense, yeah. living through the character people watching. Yeah, and that's kind of what I loved about it is just like it has this hypnotic, uh, mesmerizing kind of cinematography and just style to it that – and obviously Vanessa Kirby is is a great actress and, um, and, and just following her around the streets of New York as she's kind of like – you know not stumbling around but just like you said people watching and the way that the cinematography kind of you know shows other people on the streets like it almost shot it almost feels like at times it was shot guerrilla style of her actually just wandering around new york yeah it's it, very cinema and, verite right yeah. where like it it just feels like anything could happen and not a lot of it is necessarily scripted although you know i'm sure the ideas are there but like it's almost like let's see her interact with this person because even though she's interviewing these kids she almost comes off as like a documentary filmmaker you know yes. very inquisitive and empathetic but also still trying to you know get something out of them and i think yeah. that's kind of interesting as well yeah and that's what i kind of liked about it and then as you kind of as she meets simon and and like you said at this hot dog shop and and kind of befriends him and starts you know wandering the streets i i i made the the joke of it comparing it to a before movie of just like and i i love the before movies for that reason is that you know, it's literally just an extended conversation between two people. It feels very authentic and natural and and you get to explore what whatever location that they're in, as well as, you know, they're developing friendship or in that case, love in the in the before movies and, and more <clears throat> in this. It just like so we joke because they're such young kids or, or they're supposed to be, I think, 17, 18 year olds. I hope 18, <laughs> but like right. due to one scene. Um, but hey, you never know. Um but I I did for like, again, the movie's not very long, but it ends up feeling kind of long. Like it's not, kind of overstays its welcome, which I think you were kind of alluding to. Yeah. Um, where it does feel like you could have had an interesting short here with some of the things that they show. And at first I wasn't really on board with the kids talking to the camera because I wasn't sure what they were going for. It's almost like, a, like uh, uh, when Harry met Sally kind of framing device of like when you have the couples all talking to each other interjected <clears throat> with sort of the main narrative of you know harry and sally throughout the years in these vignettes where the vignettes here is this fractured sort of uh perspective of somebody sort of you know not necessarily remembering or us kind of be shown showing it in a flashback style that's actually weirdly kind of like this hybrid it reminded me a little bit of both um under the skin and i'm thinking of ending things where it it feels like you know the way that this story is being told isn't necessarily you know anything other than from inside the mind of this character yeah and i did like that stuff i just felt like as it went on it meandered 
uh, a little bit too much. And I, I even wrote down a sentence in the movie where it seems like that's essentially what they were trying to do is like making so in the she's like i'm making a book about teens so i just want to hang out with some teens and then that's almost what this movie feels like it's like i want hello kids yeah yeah i know you posted that i think right and then um where i just feel like it does feel like that too and it does feel like instead of the book that vanessa kirby's character saying she is writing it's like um even adam leon like it's like making a movie about teens so i'm just gonna hang out with some teens and like that's what I, i will say as a the kids in this movie or the the teens in this movie the fellow kids uh i think are excellent like well, I they're really... all they're all genuine and authentic and it's it's they're very natural in their performances and that's because again there are a lot of non-actors or first timers so they don't have you know you can tell the stories that they're telling and those interview sequences do feel documentary style like you said because yeah. it just feels like they are talking to actual you know yeah, like I love when the one girl talks about like her love of uh, dogs and trees and that her favorite word is bark, bark. because it's, yeah. you know, it represents both of them. Like things like that. Like those... that feels like a spontaneous conversation and yeah. not something that was necessarily written for her, which I actually do like quite a bit. Because I think those three actors, which I mentioned here, which is Simon, Annika, and Annabelle, there's obviously more, but they're the ones listed in the cast here. But, um, they're all, you know, they play characters with their same first name. And and a lot of times it's what we're saying is that, you know, it is almost them, right? They're just, there's not really a script. It's not that mumblecore kind of thing, but it is sort of like a, just be yourself. We're going to just talk and pretend that you're yourself in this situation. And, and yeah, well, Simon feels like a, uh, he could be also <laughs> like, you could take him out of this movie and put him into a Safdie brothers film. Yeah. I think he was great, man. Like I love his look and like his smile was so interesting and like, um, and I agree with you that he could have placed him in uncut gems at some point uh, and like or he good, time, fit, or or good time. Like yeah, good time even more. And then like obviously with Maya Hawk and, and Fred Hershinger, they're the more quote unquote known actors. It's more distracting for Maya Hawk <laughs> because I feel like part of it is saying that this actually could be who the Vanessa Kirby character was because like there's continuity in this movie that I think is also kind of interesting with the editing because there are times where the character is wearing sort of winter attire, uh, you know, a, 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 a coat and things like that. And then there are other times where she's wearing sort of just kind of, you know, a shirt and, and pants. And then the way that it kind of like cuts in between some of those things. And then we even see Maya Hawke's character at one point wearing something very similar to Vanessa Kirby's summer uh, attire. So is this just her recounting her teenage years? Well, there is then, a like, line that she does like... say in the film that she is she basically is almost like an anthropologist but she's kind of like one of them even though she's just a little bit older when she starts talking about like going to uh the one club and listening to music and being sort of captivated by lucinda specifically yeah yeah um and and that hypnotic kind of nature and and that you know not necessarily continuity errors it's what you said back of this dreamy kind of like going in the character's mind seeing these things not your classic kind of flashbacks i think is what works the most in the movie i just think again i liked it overall i just felt like it maybe would have been better as a short i agree with you that like it just even at 81 minutes 79 minutes it's like 45 minutes an hour in i'm starting to go okay like i i don't know exactly what this movie's trying to say and i vibe with like a lot of it but like it still feels like we could have wrapped this up yeah, like there was okay, so last night when I was watching it, um 
my power went out for a moment oh, yeah. and it stopped at the scene where she's in the library reading Italian studies for the first time and she signs it. And then the one guy, she has that conversation yeah. with like signing the book and that's about it. Like the 35 minute mark. Yeah. And there was still about 25, 30 minutes left. And at that point I was feeling that like, okay, this was already a little too long for what it is, but I will say again, I think because Tribeca is, you know, doing the online thing this year and you can sort of watch, you know, any number of, of the films that they have on their festival slate, uh, you know, at your own, you know, beck and call, it does help. Like if I watched this during say TIFF and this was movie number three or four of the day, uh, early on in the festival, I think I would have less patience for it. Yeah. Um, but because you can watch this and, and again, I think it's actually kind of good to watch this when you're, you know, a little bit tired and not necessarily spaced, out. spaced <laughs> out. You're just looking for something to kind of, you know, zone in and out of conscious with and sort of enjoy the atmosphere more than anything else. Um, this is like that perfect watch. Like if you're watching this and you're, you know, like this is your first watch of the day and you know, y your coffee's starting to, your caffeine kick is starting to, to kind of really kind of take shape and you're starting to become more alert. I think again, you're going to be more fidgety, but it's just like one of those movies where you could throw on in the evening and just kind of chill out and, and kind of, if you're on yeah. the same wavelength as it, maybe get um, a little library weed and, and smoke it. Sure. And... <laughs> or listen to some, uh, Nicholas Bertel, Nicholas Bertel, yeah. man, he's great. Uh, he's fantastic. An amazing composer. And also a very, very nice man. I interviewed him, um, at the critics choice awards. Uh, the first time I went for, um, for, he was a producer on whiplash and he was doing moonlight at the time as well. Like he was working on that. Um, and after doing the interview on the red carpet, I went into the award show um, and then he saw me again and then he, he came up to me and we started talking for a good five, 10 minutes, you know, like he's, he just seems like one of those very genuine down to earth kind of people, but also extremely talented and like everything he's been doing in the last no, you know, yeah. four or five years has been nothing but bangers you know his like, succession theme song is one of the greatest ever yeah i, I mean it could like, use those lyrics yeah uh, but <laughs> yeah. but um yeah like even his stuff for cruella is is good like it doesn't feel like anything he's done so far is phoning it in and obviously like you know his work with barry jenkins is is you know some of the best out there but um every time he puts his name onto something it feels like he's actually adding something to the film and it's not just name recognition yeah or as much as i love you know uh trent reznor and atticus ross but there are some times where like you know you look at mid 90s and you're kind of like okay, it doesn't well, work or they just didn't really bring anything no to no that. where yeah. italian studies doesn't have a lot of score but that theme when it does come in with those hypnotic shots of new york and stuff like that it's like beautiful it's, it like yeah. it works so well and um it's just great to kind of again just kind of just completely space out to. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, I, overall, I liked it. Um, I, I, I think our biggest criticism were in the same boat. Just I, I, if this was part of some sort of like anthology series about either New York or um, 
you know, teens in New York or something like that. Fellow kids in New York. Um, <laughs> Steve Buscemi like, is like the, like the Rod Serling of it. Like he yeah. introduces each segment. Like that, that could be interesting, right? Like a, a 35 minute, you know, episode of a anthology series about New York or different aspects of or it. Or how to like with that. John or, Wilson. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> That'd be a very different, uh, 35. But there minutes, is but. some awkward, cringy moments when, when, Vanessa Kirby's character becomes more sort of antagonistic right. yeah. in, in a oh, way. Oh, right. Like yeah. At, at, at the party. party scene. Yeah. And I actually like that because again, like it feels like there's going to be more of that once we get out of the pandemic, because people's people will just have no time for bullshit anymore. And like, there's this whole kind of conversation and I'm sure, you know, Adam Leon's maybe had this conversation when he was talking about making this movie that one of his characters, the way that she's writing one of her characters based off of Simon being, you know, a kid who smokes a lot of weed and like, you know, this other girl saying, you know, is that, that kind of just seems a little bit, you know, cliched or tired. And then, you know, her getting more offended by that sort of yeah. comment than anything else. Yeah. No, I mean, we even tell you came over and hung out in the backyard the other day. And I think my sister said the same thing. We're just at that point now where it's like, especially with people who you're close with, I'm just like, all right, Eric, you got to go now. I'm going back inside. Yeah. Which <laughs> like, is cool. I, like, like yeah. I totally get it. And but then, I also like yeah. spending more time or just like chilling out more because you appreciate. Yeah you know, what you haven't had in a year and a half. Right? Yeah, and that's what this, this movie kind of made me miss again, New York or exploring a city or something like that. And yeah. Um, so a great double bill with uh how to with John Wilson sure, Italian studies yeah. in this. Uh, I'm going to give it a three out of five. I'll also give it a three out of five. Cool. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you like this, all of our Tribeca coverage will be happening over the next week, week and a half. So we have a review out right now uh, for, um, uh, see for me uh, we will also have a review for catch the uh, fair one catch the fair one thank you eric um, our review for disney pixar's luca if you're looking for some more primo italian content <laughs> um, um, you can check out that um, <laughs> that should be up right now as you guys are listening to this um, so go check that out we have reviews up for uh, the hitman's wife's bodyguard uh, more italian uh, content yeah <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah but croatian um, but croatian uh awake uh in the heights um uh loki sounds italian <laughs> well you know what though the thing i didn't mention in in the loki review or in or the luca review um uh luca is defined by vespas and loki is defined by jet skis sure yeah uh <laughs> uh plan b uh the conjuring the devil made me do it uh spiral the book of saw uh cruella as eric mentioned earlier um also go check out our other podcast the untitled movie podcast where eric and i talk for way too long about the entertainment industry every other week uh, our last episode our 93rd draft uh we talked about tribeca uh mayor of east town toronto maple leaf saw different things like that so go check Cans that out line up yeah they can line up um so you know festival season is going to be in you know full swing eric we got a tiff thing that we got to do today so it's it's fast and furious baby and that's also coming out F9. we'll have a review for that hopefully we'll see i don't know who knows um universal hasn't said anything yet but... anything is possible and everything is not going to happen yeah i uh, go check out our letterboxd hq untitled podcast um all of our social links are up there which is untitled underscore cast on all those other uh services um as well as all our reviews schedules everything uh so go check out our letterboxd hq 
Um, and as always, my name is Matt Rohrbeck. You can find more of my work around the internet, but mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com. You can follow me on all those social medias at Matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric Marchin. You can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash cinemascene and on the social medias at EM6211. Uh, until next time. Ciao.